The Ryan and Rush Show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a home in North Central West Virginia, visit askvisionhomes.com. Vision Homes, building you a house you're proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to The Ryan and Rush Show, but don't take our word for it. Take Coach Neelan's. Hi, this is Coach Don Neelan, and you're watching The Ryan and Rush Show. Please subscribe. Welcome you in to another edition of the Ryan and Russ show, your source for West Virginia sports. Our preseason basketball series continues with another assistant coach. We welcome on Jordan McCabe, Mr. J5, Mr. 25 years old, youngest assistant probably there is out there, but hey, no, you can uh, throw it around with the guys out on the floor. You're just a player last year. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me guys. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. This keeps coming up. We're gonna have to figure out whether or not I'm I'm the youngest in Power Five or college basketball or whatever it is, so we can put a stamp on it. It came up at the at the Josh Eilert uh, inaugural show last night too, so we're gonna have to figure out uh, so I can firmly say yes or no on that. But happy to yeah. be here. You have to hey. use whatever works to your advantage. If you it looks good to be the youngest, then you're the youngest. If it's like uh, you know, no, I'm not the youngest. That, that's right, what you got to right. do. Right. <laughs> So, so Jordan, yeah, well, age is just a number anyway. So let, let's get right into it, though, man. So your second stint as a Mountaineer, obviously started your playing career here. Go out, finish your playing career in Las Vegas for Coach Kruger. Now coming back, obviously, it has not been a calm offseason. How has the preseason gone transitioning over from a player now into a coach right off the bat in such a crazy offseason? Yeah, I mean, crazy offseason, to say the least. Um I think I should probably just start from the beginning, um, from my coach, coaching career, the beginning of that. Uh, midway through my last year at UNLV, um, I really started to kind of push uh, the idea through um, my fiance, my family, everybody around me. Uh, I knew I had a feeling like I wanted to coach. That that has kind of been been within my my mentality and mindset for a lot of years now, even as a player. Um, I think that comes with a territory as a point guard. So, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good. It's been really good in terms of the experience that I've been able to get, um, in the first few months here, I came over initially when they expanded the staffs on all college basketball programs to two more coaching positions. Now, um, every program uses those two differently. And I thought that my best foot in the door would be player development, uh, something that I that I was very passionate about, still am very passionate about. So I called Coach Huggins, um, you know, last year and kind of floated the idea to him and just see if I could get in. I had already got my master's um, and, and, you know, with the new positions, maybe I didn't have to be a GA uh, year one. So that was kind of where we landed and I came over and then obviously um, things happen uh, and, and obviously Coach Huggins not with us anymore in the program uh there was definitely some rockiness there but what what kept firm was my relationship with with coach Eilert um Josh and I have uh grown very close through my three years here at West Virginia um anybody who's been around him knows how great of a person he is it's easy to gravitate towards him he's a leader of men he's great in that way and when he got the job um I had uh, one other job offer at the at the time when for lack of a better term, stuff hit the fan. 
Uh, Minnesota came in and offered a player development and uh, had a recruiting role. Uh, Coach Johnson did that. Um, and I had to tell Coach Johnson I was going to stay with Coach Eilert, uh, no matter interim contract or not. And that's when Coach Eilert offered me um, an assistant role, which I was um, I wasn't naive to how amazing that opportunity is for a young coach. Um, somebody who's just played basketball, like you said, last year in, in college, um, almost unheard of. So uh, mm-hmm. couldn't be more grateful uh, to Coach Eilert and the opportunity he's given me. And that's how I've approached this you know, chaotic period is it's opportunity. There's opportunity through chaos. There's opportunity through adversity. Um, I think our team is learning that right now as well. And, uh, you know, when it's your time to step up and God gives you that opportunity, you, you got to grab hold of it. Yeah. You've been put in, well, obviously it's, you've earned it. It's a very, a lot of adversity going on right now, as we talked about, but you're in a very unique position, Jordan, as you were saying is that you are a 25 year old assistant coach that, that really doesn't happen. I mean, you were just playing for UNLV last year, but you've grinded it out. You've worked hard. You've been very progressive in the sense of, hey, I got to figure out what I'm doing the following year. So while it's very hard right now and kind of what we talked about, you're in a position where we'll see how this year goes, of course. I know you're not even looking past this year, never mind tomorrow, because there's a lot to still figure out. But I think that is a great mindset for you to look at this as an opportunity and, hey, be in a position. If we can figure this out now, no matter what I come across in my coaching experience, we'll get well, I'll figure it out because I've already done it, right? So kind of being in that position and having that state of mind, originally playing here at West Virginia and playing four hugs, coming in as a player, how is, did that help you be in the position you're at now to really put a positive spin on this and see this as an opportunity? Yeah, you know, I think that's kind of a two-pronged answer. The the first prong was um, – relationships right um you know i've always been a a big believer in in working hard and treating people the right way um and i got to play for a coach and coach huggins who who believed in that as well um so that relationship then paid dividends down the down the road um and then the other part of it is just adversity uh coach huggins was somebody who puts you through adversity every single day in practice and you thought well this is great well, actually, you don't actually think that as a player. You, you think this sucks. Uh, <laughs> but you think, I'll be ready for the game because of how hard our practices are uh, and the adversity that he installs in, the, in practice on purpose. Um, what you don't realize when you're a player is the adversity he's putting you through prepares you for life. I think that's what Coach Huggins was best at. Um, he prepared men for life. Uh, and, and I think that you know, that can be few and far between nowadays with with the approach some people take to certain things and they they can shy away from adversity at times. Um, and Coach Eilert's the same way. I mean, we talk about every single day. We don't have a victim mentality around here. So if you have that, the door's that way. We, we're not going to lean into that as a coaching staff, uh, as players, as, a, as an entire family. We're just not going to do that. So that's how – what I experienced here as a player prepared me for where I'm at now as a coach. And, and Jordan, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's been the common uh, denominator when everybody leaves hugs or set up for success. Obviously we were in the same building together uh, for your sophomore junior year. And I, when the ball was bouncing down there, I knew it was either you or Deuce McBride. It was going to be one of the two guys, whether it's at 6am or at midnight, whatever it was. 
Uh, it, you mentioned it, though. Hugs is demanding, or Hugs was demanding. He he made you better. Talk about how that prepared you for your last two years at UNLV, playing for Coach Kruger, and how that experience helps you more rounded as a coach, getting a different experience. I know we had talked about that. The best thing that for me was going from Hugs over to Frank to get a new perspective. Is that the same that uh, feeling that you have, getting a new perspective, learning from the Kruger tree? Yeah, you know what? I think the more experiences and the more perspective you have on on this game, the better. Basketball mm-hmm. is is the most beautiful game in the world. Um, not only playing it, watching it, and coaching it, but just the relationships that it brings you. Um, I think the best thing you can do as a as a young guy in the game um, is experience as many different things and as many different perspectives and approaches to the game as you can. Um, now, that's not why I left. Uh, I left because I wanted a bigger role, plain and simple. Um, and that can happen. I graduated in three years, had a grad transfer at the time. This was, you know, the portal was just starting to get crazy. Um, I jumped in it and Coach Kruger gave me a call. It was his first year as, as a head coach, taking over after TJ Osselberger left. And um, I was all in, given his pedigree, um, you know, Lon Kruger is one of the greatest ever coach basketball, in my opinion. Um, and, and knowing that uh, Coach Kevin Kruger grew up with him and, and under him as a coach, and not only that as a son, uh, it was somebody I wanted to play for. And I take a lot from what they do. Um, I got to meet a lot of good people there. Um, I mean, I don't want to leave anybody out, but you know, Coach Chappelle, my first year, is now at Texas. Uh, Brandon Chappelle is a really, really good up-and-coming young coach, and uh, he was with me at UNLV. So it was the 7 a.m.s with him, you know, the 6 a.m.s with him year one. Then he goes to Texas and I, you know, meet a guy like Barrett Peary, Coach Peary, uh, somebody that I, I take a ton from in terms of what it means to be a good assistant coach. I didn't realize that I'd have to be using some of those things I picked up so early, uh, but I'm forever grateful for the relationships that I got to build out there and being able to watch how they approach the game a lot different than Coach Hucks. Um, You know, it, the easy one is just point out like, practice time and you know things like that taking more of a you hear people toss around the professional approach um which is funny because pros are the hardest workers in the world um but young guys like to think well i'm, I'm going to be a pro about it and work less and that's just not how it works so um with that being said coach kruger does a great job with his program um picked up a ton of things like i said and uh just trying to apply all the different things that i've learned um, not only from the two college programs that I've been in, but high school as well. Uh, met a lot of people, did a lot of things, played for a Hall of Famer and Coach Mike Shallow uh, in a small town in Wisconsin. There's things that that he does in, in his program at Kakana that I still rely on and lean on every single day. I mean, I got my two state championships in my uh, office right now, and people like to poke fun at me, but I swear those are the two one of the, some of the best teams that I've been a part of uh, and how he ran an organization. I don't care what level it is. He does it to the best of his ability, and he's one of the best in the game. So taking all that experience that you just mentioned, whether high school basketball in Wisconsin, going to UNLV for a couple years, obviously being a player here for for Hugs, and then coming back here as an assistant coach for what you thought was Hugs, but ends up being Josh Eilert. How can you build on what's already been established here at West Virginia? Well, I don't think you do anything to the foundation of what's here. Um, you know, sure, are there things that Coach Eilert does different than Coach Huggins? Yes. But the foundation is what we all gravitated towards. And I say we as as the coaching staff and the assistants right now, 
um, from DeMar to Alex to Deshaun and myself, everybody who has had a hand in what is West Virginia culture. I know DJ is obviously a Cincinnati guy. Same thing that Hugs instilled there was we're going to outwork people. And I think that's a common denominator in any line of work, especially ours, though. Um, the, the, the margin of error is small uh, and the margin of separation is small. There's a lot of really good teams. There's a lot of really good players. Um, but what can be a distinguishable factor and something you can control every day is what our foundation is, and that's just work ethic. Um, you know, like Ryan said, that's something I've really tried to embody uh, days I'm feeling it or not feeling it. Deuce McBride, same way. Uh, only person in my lifetime that I can truly say, like, he outworked me as a player. Um, he didn't have to. He was better than me already, but he did. And that's, you know, that's the reason he's a pro now, which takes me back to the point that is hilarious. And having a pro mentality doesn't mean we take a step back or go at 50%. Those guys go harder than anybody in the country. They're just smarter about it. Great point, Jordan. And you mentioned it. I mean, everybody's had a piece of the pie of building that place into what it's been, a top 15 program over the 15 years of the Hugs era. And uh, just your guys' staff all being together for, for one run here with Coach Eiler. And that gets me into Josh. Obviously, I know Josh very well. I work with Josh, love the guy. Rush knows Josh. Uh, Jordan, you know Josh, obviously. You played while he was director of operations. Then he got uh, promoted to assistant coach. Mountaineer Nation is learning slowly about Josh Eilert. What can you tell our fans out there what they're getting in Josh Eilert leading this program? Well, I guess let's start with the negatives about my bosses. He can't shoot a bow and arrow as straight as I can. But, <laughs> but other than that, everything's really good. No, Josh is, Josh is unreal. Um, we – We've both kind of picked up bow hunting and, and archery a little bit to, I think, get get the mind off it anytime you yes. can and find a little balance. Uh, but, no, Josh is unbelievable. Like I said earlier, he's a leader of men. Um, and in order to be that, you have to, you have to, you have to walk the walk. Um, he's a great father, uh, and that doesn't go unnoticed within our program. Uh, the, the way he is with his family, um, it pays dividends when it comes to having to tell somebody what to do. Uh, you, you want to be able to trust and lean and rely on somebody who is a good person um, and not only tells you what to do, but shows you what he's asking to. Um, we want leaders on the floor. Uh, he's a leader on and off it. And uh, he's done a great job. He really has um, with with the situation and the cards that he was dealt. Um, not many people could take it with the grace that, that he has. Um, and now now it's full speed ahead. And um, he's once again, been great and the on the floor stuff. Uh, nobody's nobody's going to outwork us as a as a whole staff, but that starts from the top down. Um, he's somebody who really cares, and you can feel that. And uh, it pays dividends with our guys. Uh, they feel like they can trust and rely on him. They feel like they can talk to him. Um, but no, he's been he's been terrific. Uh, couldn't be more grateful to work for somebody like him. Uh, and I'm you know I'm truly glad that I made the decision I did. Uh, no matter the chaos that that we have to go through, uh, I know I'm in the right spot. I know I'm at home uh, with him. That's awesome, Jordan. Thank you for for sharing that. And something I want to ask you too is, uh, we've been asking all the assistant coaches this: is if you had a message for this fan base, if you want the fans to really know something about this team, this coaching staff, the the, the basketball program as a whole, what would you like them to know? 
That's a great question. Um, you know, I think what we'd like the fans of West Virginia to know is that uh, the torch is being carried and the culture is being carried on with it. Um, what we do here, like I said before, uh, I know I'm getting repetitive, is we outwork people. And Josh isn't going away from that. Um, and the culture, uh, we say that word a lot. Um, we're, we're trying to build it to where we want it. Um, and then the success will follow that. Uh, you know, I think that's that's a constant within every great program and every national championship program is it started somewhere, um, but the foundation was strong. Uh, and if you if you, you know, want to look at us and ask, well, what are they about? Um, I think it is it is the work ethic. You can trust as a fan uh, that we don't cut corners around here. Uh, you can trust that what we're trying to build has a lot of thought and a lot of work behind it. A lot of early mornings and late nights behind it. That's great. Uh, absolutely, Jordan. And one last question before we let you go. We know you're a busy man. Um, obviously, we're, we're down a couple guys, whether it's injuries, uh, NCAA. The real question is, if we have we get the, when we get everybody back full strength, who who wins? Uh, staff led led by you at the point. You got Deshaun and Ruoff on the wings. You got Demar out there too, and then you got uh Big man in the middle, Josh Eilert, and you know he wants to play the game in a half court. We all know that, but we play we play the game full court. Who wins? Uh, you guys or the players? Yeah, it's funny that you say he wants Coach Eilert wants to play it in the half court. Uh, anytime we do play against our players, fatigue becomes a factor. And when yes. Josh says he likes to play in the half court, it means he doesn't cross half court. He guards. <laughs> he guards Defense optional. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Defense only. He just guards and then he doesn't cross half court and he just waits. He lets us go four on five down there. Uh, so with that being said, um, uh, the fans need to know that our, our guys would, would beat the crap out of us, which is good. <laughs> because we're, not, we're not scoring another point for the Mountaineers, but our guys will. So, so that's my answer there. Uh, but if there's closed doors, cameras off, uh, my answer would be different because I still have <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys hey, – is there a better staff out there than you guys? I, I, I haven't no. seen one. Hell no. Hell <laughs> guys, no. go – have Josh post up against Bill Self out there and see how that guy, get all, all the years of frustration. Just put it right back on him against at, at the know, fog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He'd throw a hook. We'd have to have refs involved in that one. <laughs> and Josh would find a way to get suspended, and Bill Self would just be fine too. So, <laughs> no comment. No yeah, comment. there we go. I'll, I made the comment, so no, we're, we'll keep it clean. Jordan, there you go. You're learning from hugs after all those years. Play the fifth. <laughs> right, play the fifth. Play the fifth. There you go. Jordan, thank you so much for, for coming on. We really appreciate having you. Good luck this season, and, and we'll do it again soon. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Looking forward All to right, it. All right, Jordan. Go Mountaineers.